You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf. Welcome to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community. Very excited about our guest today who is going to share with us how fractional integrators work. So ask everybody to pause, stop, leave a review, hold the phone and uh, leave a review, like, follow, wherever it is that you are allowed to do on the platform on which you are watching or listening to this podcast, please do that. It definitely helps get this content out to more people. And without further ado, I do want to get into introducing my guest today, who is the visionary lead fractional integrator and founder of Catalyst Integrators. You can find out more about her and her work and what she does and her team does at catalystintegrators.com. And with that, I give you Jamie Munoz. Welcome, Jamie. Thanks, Ben. Super excited to be here. And very, very excited. Long time coming to have you here as well. And, and, and with that, if you, if you don't mind just sharing with the audience here, like a quick two-minute background on like how you got into this. How, how did you get into starting one of the few fractional integrator firms that, that we have in the world today? Yeah, that's right. There's, there's a few of us. We're all friends, right? Um, so it, starting kind of way back, I was always like the right hand to what now we're calling visionaries, right? So entrepreneurs, business owners, um, always kind of supporting them to accomplish their visions. And um, I had the pleasure of working with a visionary for about eight years. And he had handed me the book Traction about four years in and was like, we need this. Like, we're both hitting that ceiling where we were ready to walk away. Um, we worked with a local implementer and EOS very quickly became my life. Um, just now what's really, just a quick background. What, what's EOS for those who are, a lot of people are, are yeah. familiar in the audience, but not everybody. I know I'm spitting it out there, right? Yeah, um, no, it's, I do the same thing. <laughs> so EOS is the entrepreneurial operating system based on the book traction, which you see placed behind Ben and myself over here. Um, it's, it's a wonderful baseline operating system, um, applies to any industry. Um, it's just it's wonderful. not a technology. It's not a technology, not a software. There are softwares out there that you can plug in to kind of house and run all of your, your tools, um, through EOS, but, um, it's making sure that you have vision and goals and the right meetings and the right people and everything harmoniously in place to help you get where you want to go so yeah all right sorry yeah. for the interruption so uh commercial break there commercial break. saying how it became your life eos oh yes so eos became my life um i was the integrator for the company i was working for so i was the right hand to the owner the visionary and i was also director of ops i was also in every single seat that was ever vacated by anyone else because I knew the business. I knew where we were headed. Um, I helped them grow from about 13 people to about 95 people. Um, so just building that whole thing out. And one of the things that, that EOS supported me in doing was getting into only the integrator seat. When I hired all the right people on the team, leadership team, I took a step back and realized I don't need to be here all the time. Like the, the need for me as an integrator here is I could do this in probably about a day a week. Mm -hmm. So pitch that, you know, that, that took a very big deep breath to hand my own, like take my salary down to a day a week <laughs> to right. my visionary to say, I, you know, in order to live my ideal EOS life, which is 
you know, one of the newest books that EOS came out with, Gino spoke about it in, I think at the conference in like 2018, I heard him talk about it. I think he speaks about it every year at the conference. Now it's every year. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I realized that I wasn't living my ideal EOS life mm -hmm. and EOS life is based on five, five key principles. It's doing what you love with people that you love being compensated appropriately, making a significant difference with time for other passions. And I was not checking the boxes on any of those at that point. So I took a step back. I went fractional at the business I was at. I also ran a local boutique so I could go play store, you know, a few days a week. And that was fun. I have special needs dogs. So I wanted to be able to be home with them and care for them and do that kind of stuff with the rescue. And I just started picking up another couple of clients and realizing, you know, talking with my implementer and other people in the industry, like, like you, Ben, and, and Rick Wilson became a mentor for me. And just realizing that the EOS community as people, you know, we all have this amazing set of core values um, that we intrinsically, I think, share about helping one another and, and um, forming this community. So yeah, I just, it, going fractional supported my ideal EOS life. It was going to allow me to help multiple companies at the same time and expand my, my reach and my impact um, to help get them where they need to go. So how did you, how did, how did that end up transitioning or why to, to a firm, like to having multiple other people on your team? Good question. So as integrators, we all can tend to feel that lonely Island sometimes, you know, where it's like, okay, we need peers, we need community. Um, I'm part of the female integrator mastermind group, right? So I was getting some peer um, support there. I was mentoring um, Paulina Walters um, through FIM as a connection. And she was working at her full-time job. She was kind of fractional with one owner, two businesses. And, you know, I just started mentoring and coaching her as an integrator and her kind of hearing about my ideal life and what I was living and I'm doing multiple, you know, so many different things with different industries, different people. And that like triggered a little light bulb in her where she was like, Ooh, I, I like that. That's exciting. And I had poured so much time and effort into figuring out like how to transition from full-time to fractional, all of the administrative business backend sides of everything. And also providing community for people who want growth and, and um, connection. So that's really where um, Catalyst grew out of was Paulina and I just getting, getting together and saying like, hey, there's a need here. It very quickly became people approaching us, approaching me to say, hey, I see what you're doing. I want community too. I want support. Um, the business development piece is always the biggest aspect, right? Like as integrators, we're not usually salespeople. We're not excited yeah, sure. to go out there and do the biz dev. So I think those of us that have a little bit of that, where we're like cool with doing that, um, it just naturally has evolved into what Catalyst is today as a firm. Um, we currently have, there's five of us that are fractional integrators and we have one full-time integrator that is supporting the growth of Catalyst. Wow. I didn't, yeah, I don't know if I realized or remember that Jennifer, your integrator or practice manager was full-time. So that's very awesome. Yep, full-time. I went all in. That was right. my who, not how. Again, right. another book plug up there yeah. from being in strategic coach. Yeah. The, 
Okay, so for, for people out there with, with businesses or on leadership teams of businesses, like who, who's typically looking for or who needs or is using a fractional integrator? I love that question. And that's always a difficult one, um, as I'm sure you, you know too. Um, I feel like my initial gut reaction is when you're looking to get there faster with less speed bumps, going fractional can support you. If, That's if, a great explanation. Yeah, if like I was literally just on a lead call right before meeting with you and, and this visionary was talking about, again, he's very startup, very scrappy. He might need somebody in what we would call multiple seats on the accountability chart, which is again, is the same with, with why I hired a full-time integrator for us is I needed somebody in the weeds, scrappy day-to-day, -day, getting stuff done in multiple seats. So where we're at in our growth, right? If you look at it, like we're kind of like a stair-step approach at various stages, you may need a fractional. I think this is my opinion to plug in when you're ready for like an, a little infusion, like a little like bump of um, talent or knowledge or expertise. Um, looking at, you know, how much budget you have to spend, how much time you have to train someone. I mean, a lot of the companies we work with are like, we're in a growing industry, we're scaling really fast. We don't have time to be like teaching people along the way to get there. Right. So plugging in somebody, you know, that's been there, done that, that can say, mm, hold on, let's not, let's do it this way. And the other benefit, what's brilliant about fractionals, again, I'm preaching to the choir, is we bring in knowledge from strategic coach, from EOS, from meetings, from calls like this, from other clients where we're like, hey, this best practice just came in, or hey, you know, are we thinking forward, thinking about, you know, our, our people issues and the things that are going to happen in the future? I mean, we were all talking, you know, a year or two ago about, hey, there's going to be a time where people are realizing that they want their ideal EOS life too. And COVID showed everyone, oh my gosh, life is short. Stuff's crazy. I want to live my life. You know, I want to have time for my family. I want to love going to work every day and love the people I'm with. So I think that as fractionals, we were able to kind of see a lot of those writings on the wall um, with working with so many different clients at one time. Like, again, speaking for myself, when I was full-time mm -hmm. integrator in my one seat, I kind of had tunnel vision into just my company. And that was my thing every day was just in right. my company. So fractionals, we, I, and again, I'd, I'd love to hear your opinion on that. If you feel like it's like, we have the time to like be heads up a lot more. Yeah, no, hundred percent. One thing I'm always saying with one lead calls also is, is this, is that when you have a fractional integrator on the team and for those who don't know who are listening, right? I mean, which is a unique thing about Jamie and I having this conversation is that I also have a fractional integrator firm, fractional COO firm uh, with a few people. And, um, you know, I, I think what I, what I always point out to people, which I, I think is a relief, or at least for the ones that are a good fit, is is that is that all them and all of their people are so caught up in the day-to-day -day, that stuff that's got to get done and in the fires that always come up for everybody that have always got to get put out that those important but not urgent priorities the rocks that you know the main priorities that are going to make things different tomorrow than the way they are today just always get put to the back burner 
And so when you have a fractional integrator on the team, they don't have a data, you know, they're not head of ops every single day. They're not making sure every single delivery goes out exactly on time. So they're, all they're thinking about is those important but not urgent things that makes things different in the future than they are today because they don't have that day-to-day job. Um, yep. So, so that's, that's why, so they're like, they're coming in every week with you and just pushing, pushing you forward, pushing here, pushing there, pushing all around, you know, to, to make sure things are moving forward and that the team members are moving forward, that they're moving things forward. Um, and so that's why, as you said earlier, the main benefit is that you are just moving faster and make less mistakes, less speed bumps, as you said, because I or any of my members of my team as a fractional integrator or any of the members of your team have seen a lot of these things before. They can spot those, you know, they can just help you avoid those speed bumps before you ever hit them. So yeah, brilliant way to explain it. That's it's 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 the timing where like you're saying, if you are in every day and you get so heads down, weeks yeah. go by before you're like, oh crap. Right. There's like stuff that we want to do in the future. And yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah. We have ourselves this, there. We have this plan. <laughs> right. And then, but you're fractional. And I love that it's I love that I do these things on Zoom because I feel like I can use my Zoom space. But I'm like, as fractionals, we're like, hey. Remember, we're working on the business and then like, hey, it's like yeah. that constant. Yeah. So again, it helps you get there faster. I, I just, yeah. Yeah, well you don't have, right. Cause if you don't have you or somebody there then there's no one doing that. Yeah. Um, so let's take with you guys at Catalyst. What does day-to-day look like for fraction? You know, if somebody's bringing on a fractional integrator in their business, what does day-to-day look like? another wonderful question that I'm always like, it depends. I need to let go of the right, But that's that. like one of the first questions, <laughs> like doesn't every client, every potential oh, yeah. client, they all they, like, cause they, people have a hard time getting their head around it. So we need to have a, like, we need to always explain yeah. what does it look like? So what I can say is, so the way that we work at Catalyst, and again, there's several of us as firms out there, we all kind of, I think, operate a little bit differently in terms of, you know, our ideal engagements and how they go. Um, The way I explain it is that we plug in and meet you where you're at. So we meet our clients where they're at. They're here. They want to go here. We're going to make sure and fill in the in-between of all the things that are necessary to get here. We obviously have to consider a few factors, right? Timing. How much time then can they dedicate to the on every week? Budget. um, What right people do they already have? So in some instances, we've got, you know, we're that baby step or that interim because they're trying to understand or wrap their head around, what does an integrator even do? Okay, we're here to model that for you. We're a trusted partner coming in. We're not somebody you hire and we're sitting there like, make sure I have an email address. You know, like we're coming in as experts to make sure that that things are moving the way that they need to. Um, coaching integrators. You might have an integrator already that needs support, that needs Mm -hmm. help um, to get some execution stuff done. Maybe they are stuck in multiple seats in the business and they need you there to kind of help. Um, Also, the the visionary integrator relationship is so important. And so many visionaries are like, I can't even wrap my head around what this integrator does or how we're supposed to interact. So figuring out all those things of, of where they're at right? Like we establish where are you at and where do you want to go? 
And then we can advise on how we're going to plug into that. It might be for us at Catalyst, it might be an hour a week. I've got a couple clients I mentor a couple hours a month. Mm -hmm. It might be a few days a week, depending on your budget. So if, if that's the right fit for you, we could be there a month or two. We could be there. I've got clients I've had for two years. So just looking at always where you're at in terms of your operational maturity and where you want to go, we're, we would like to position as that partner that can be there with you at every growth stage um, or make the right recommendation to say, hey, you're ready for a full time or work with this partner and recruit. Or mm -hmm. we can mentor this person in-house for the next X amount of time and get them there and then we can exit. Like that's how we want to position as partners. Um, to kind of circle back on your question though, we'll custom fit the engagement. We typically lead the leadership team, right? We're in weekly meetings, the right necessary weekly meetings. Um, we typically take on rocks, which are 90 day goals in EOS and um, just dependent on the need structuring that work time um, and advising. We're not gonna take on um, tasks or to-dos or things that are, are outside of our our scope, right? Because if, if that's not the right long-term solution, maybe they need to hire somebody in that seat. We could do it for now, but we're not the long-term fit. Um, we're truly plugging in and owning that integrator job description for our teams. Right. That's awesome. Um, one thing I just want to pivot the conversation a little bit is, it, which, which I think is a very unique thing about our conversation today, which is this, this fact that, you know, is that that I, Ben Wolf, you know, we have a, a fractional integrator firm with three fractional integrators currently, plus myself, um, Wolf's Edge Consulting. You've got Catalyst Integrators. You've got a team of, you said, five people right now? Five, including me. Five, including you. Is that, that's including, that's in addition to your integrator or that includes your integrator? Jennifer makes six. Okay, six, right? So you have six people on your team total, five fractional integrators, including yourself. Um, and... So it's, it's just interesting, right? Because we're te technically, quote unquote, competitors using air quotes for those who can't see on the podcast. <laughs> and, uh, and so for people who don't know us, I mean, we refer clients to each other. We talk, we learn, you know, if you're learning things or I'm learning things about the industry or interesting things that the other, we think the other one would want to know, we're like talking, sharing with each other, collaborating on, on, on some things. So um which is kind of strange for some people to imagine, uh, to imagine the idea of, you know, competitors who were head to head on many, you know, or some engagements, potential engagements. So from your perspective, right, how and why does that, does that work? How can something like that exist in this world? Um, I'll start by saying that I'm glad that it does. Because I think that you know, sometimes you enter in with past experiences, right? Or past interactions with people where it's not conducive to having that like collaboration and that. So what's been wonderful for me is the, back to the EOS community um, and modeling after the EOSIs, they have this help first community mentality where they're you know, doing their quarterly meetups and all these things. And, and again, I saw that and I was like, they are direct competitors, right? They're same, they're doing the same thing, but they're there there's together. No, there's no and there's no territories. 
So yeah, practicing this abundance mindset and sharing tips with one another and all this. And I'm like, that to me, like feels so much better at the end of the day, right? Like to, to collaborate and contribute to one another, because when you are excited for the growth of others, you know, I can't tell you how many different I'm sure, you know, speakers, John Maxwell, watching things like The Secret, um, kind of talk about this, this um, abundance versus scarcity mindset. And I truly believe that when you adopt that, um, be it the universe or whatever, is going to come back to you in spades, right? It's going to, to bring that back to you. Um, I, I've just always admired that, like anyone that, that's been able to collaborate in that way can achieve just greatness together. And, and meanwhile, we have different ways that we have, we're running our firms or that like we have different styles as, as fractionals. Um, we have a shared passion, right? For seeing the growth of, and success of our clients. So at the end of the day, that unifies all of us. Like we're all combined with the shared, you know, passion of we truly care about our clients and we want them to have the right support they need to get where they need to go. And whether that's me saying, hey, I don't think I'm a fit, maybe Ben or someone on his team is, or hey, go through fractional leadership to find a right fit for you. Or again, I'm not salesy. I'm not selling people on things that are not a right thing for them. Um, and I think we all share that. We all share that ability. We're not gonna say, like the gentleman I spoke to earlier today, I've, you know, I could have been like, yeah, and work with us and you need and talk him into why he needs a fractional. But the second he started speaking, I was like, you don't need fractional, you need full time. That that's the fit for you. Or if it would have been like, hey, I want somebody local in XYZ and that's where Ben is, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you need to talk to Ben. And I'm not sitting here worried about the dollars that I'm missing out on now, the opportunity cost. Oh my gosh, I let this client go and you know, that's, you have to let that go. Cause it's going to come in. It's going to come in your mind of like, oh man, I'm letting this go. And then now he's going to only refer Ben and, you know, you can get in your head about it. Um, so when you realize that it's, it's that quote, it's that African proverb quote. Um, if you want to go fast, go alone. Mm, if right. you want to um, go far, go together. Right. So I, I think that that's, we're all in it with that same passion, I would say. I don't know. What do you say? Yeah. What's your answer? <laughs> no, it's true. It's, I, I, agree with I agree with everything you said. We, you know, there, there's instances that come up, you know, where you could say, like, I could do this. Like, you know, it, I, I, I could make it work or I could do this, but somebody else is a better fit. Yeah, I mean, you know, I agree with what you said about karma, or I don't know, whatever you want to call it, that, uh, whatever you want to call it, that, that if, you know, if you're doing good things, you know, it's, it's going to come back to you. And ultimately, ultimately, I don't know, there's, there's something chemistry wise, or there's just a feeling and there's a, I believe in divine providence, you know, mm -hmm. and, and based on my belief in God. And, you know, is that, you know, and even if somebody's in a bad mood one day and it causes them to like connect with one person, and not another, like that's meant to be, like, mm -hmm. there's, there's some reason why, why it works out the way it does. And so if somebody talks to three people and they connect with someone else more than me, that means they're a better fit than me. Mm 
uh, or than someone on my team. And so, yeah, I mean, look, I certainly would just echo everything, everything that you said. And for other people, now they have their own businesses, right? They're not doing specifically what we do. Like maybe they're, they have a marketing firm and there are lots of marketing firms. I mean, no one like them, but there's lots of marketing firms or you have a HVAC firm or a florist shop or I don't know, you know, tech developers, whatever. I mean, there's so many different kinds of companies, a SaaS company. So what uh, payment processors, whatever, like how, do, how, do, how have you seen, I don't know if it's among your clients or people that you know, or, you know, but how have you seen people with other kinds of businesses live out their abundance mindset with people in their own industry? It's, uh, that's wonderful. I, to be honest, I wish you would see it more. Um, the clients that I have that do practice that, that have, it's like they either join some sort of a mastermind group. Um, we have a lot of clients in the e-commerce industry. And so they kind of band together, whether they sell the same product or not, it doesn't really matter. You know, their platform is Amazon, right? And then that's where they sell. And so that kind of, while they may be direct competition, if they're selling something like supplements, you know, they're all selling a vitamin C supplement. Um, I think they practice that abundance mindset and realize there's plenty out there for all of us. I mean, as long as we're like top of the page, you know, above the whatever, then we're good. So it's, they come together, they meet, you know, one of my visionaries, he leads a mastermind group of all his peers and they meet quarterly and get together in person and have team building and best practices sharing and all this stuff. And then they go off and, and work with their own companies and, and are, proud of one another, right? And high-fiving one another when somebody just got this amazing multiplier to sell their business or whatever's going on. And, you know, that it's that. I think you feel more, you feel happier and more fulfilled in life when you are generally happy for others and and wanting to see others succeed. I think it's a much better place to, to be. So yeah, to answer your question, I specifically have that one client who does the mastermind of his industry and right. wonderful. Right. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, you know, and I think for, for those who are not super familiar with the, with the difference between a abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset is, you know, is that a, a scarcity mindset comes from this kind of, what I believe to be a small-minded attitude that there is a limited size of the pie. There's a limited amount of resources or clients or money for people in your industry or whatever that is available and you have to fight other people for your share of the pie. And anything you take comes at the expense of someone else and anything that they take comes at your expense. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't, I, I believe that if, if everyone thinks that way, it will be, it will make it true. But, um, but that, uh, but that when people, but that it is, doesn't have to be that way. And it is not inherently that way. The size of the pie is not <clears throat> predetermined. It's not a zero sum game. And that, you know, I was talking to my daughter about this. We were on Barbados last week on vacation and, um, you know, we're, we're giving an example of like, let's say five florists in a town and they'll, you know, view each other very territorially and, and competitively. Um, then, yeah, there is a limited size pie. But imagine if you know, five of them got together and they took out an ad for like 
the best florists in Milburg. I'm just making up the name of a city, you know, it, you know, and with all of them listed or some kind of hotline and it goes to all of them or something. Um, then they can have never afforded that ad individually with their own individual businesses, but together they can afford to do it and they can increase the exposure of wedding floral arrangements or something, whatever it is, to more people, you know, who wouldn't have thought of it before. And they increase the size of the pie, for, which benefits all of them. And, you know, I think anybody in any industry, unless it truly is a contracting industry, like it's, you know, buggy whips or something that you're trying to sell on, the, on your e-commerce, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe is more limited. But, but it's, uh, you know, I, I definitely think that that can, that can look, in, and you mentioned mastermind groups with your client. I mean, uh, it's something that can look all different ways for different people, but I think that we could all find a way to express that with our frenemies, our, our, our competitors, our, our friends, you know. Well, it's having, I mean, now, if you think of it, you just expanded your trusted network where it, it, with today's supply chain issues and all these things, I mean, say you are in manufacturing and you hit some sort of something where you're out of a certain material, but one of your buddies it, you know, who owns that other company has it on their shelves and they don't have any jobs for it right now. Maybe you can buy it from them right. or you right. have, you know, and, and this used to happen to us in, when I was in large format printing, like we would hit huge jobs where our, we're at capacity to produce. Right. So you bring Meanwhile, in other printers, some right. other shop where like, we can outsource this to them. They don't have a lot going on. Right. It's, you know, not to pun on the title of the win-win, but it's it's the win-win, right? right. Giving them some work and some- That's why the podcast is called that, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, also like if, like, you know, if, if saying like, oh, this 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 client will be a better fit for Jamie. So then Jamie gets a client. It's like, oh gosh, that's so nice of Ben. He thought of me, you know? And then the next time is like, oh, you know what? This client will be a good fit for Ben. And then again, and the client, so that's helping both of us. And then the clients are more impressed. They're like, wow, look, they referred me to a competitor. So first of all, they're probably referring to you, not just whoever they ended up using mm -hmm. because they had a, such a great experience with, wow, they really cared about what was best for me. So they're giving referrals to you too. And they just have a great feeling about both of you and about the whole industry. And they're referring and telling their friends about it. And again, it's just all increasing the size of the pie. Yeah, it's you're building those relationships and you're showing that you truly care about people, right? It's like, at the end of the day, I truly care about you and your company and your clients. I, I care for that. And when you approach it in that way, it comes off very authentic, right? You don't have to be a, an amazing salesperson because people can see that you're a genuine, authentic human right. that wants them to be successful. And Again, who knows? It's it's this whole law of attraction. And then they are at dinner with their friends the next night and they randomly mention you because they're like, wow, I had this really refreshing call with someone who wasn't just trying to sell me on them. They sold me the right thing. And then their friends are sitting there like, oh, wow, I actually know somebody who owns XYZ company that could use help and they're where they're at. Like right. just, it's the concept of like Yelp reviews, right? Like people people usually want to talk about like when you have an amazing experience, like 
you're going to go tell three or four of your friends, like this amazing thing happened, but usually people talk about the bad stuff even more, right? They're like putting it on there, like this terrible, terrible thing happened. Hmm. Wouldn't it be brilliant if it like was flipped? If it was like, we talked more about the wonderful experience that we have and we can really, you know, like savor that and live in that. And then also want that to be contagious for other people. Um, changing the world one, one, one win at a time. 100%. Yeah, look, I really, really appreciate this conversation. I think it was, I think it was needed. And I, I think it's great that we're able to have it. And again, people can learn about, you know, if you think that a fractional integrator could be right for you, reach out to Jamie uh, and her team at uh, catalystintegrators.com. Obviously, you can reach out to, to me and my team, wolfsedgeconsulting.com as well. And, um, you know, and, uh, you know, look, look us up, learn more, whatever it is, but, uh, or just reach out, but, you know, I really appreciate you coming on, Jamie. Thanks for having me, Ben. It's always good to hang out and talk with you anytime. Indeed it is. Indeed it is for me too. And I appreciate you coming out and uh, we'll see everybody else on the other side. Thank you. You're listening to Win Win, an entrepreneurial community with your host, Ben Wolf.